Well, ah, uh, hello. Folks! Hi. And welcome to We The Peeps. Hi. Hi, guys. Hi, hi. You okay? You doing okay? Been better. Let's figure it out. Uh, this is the American Soccer Podcast, inter which you are going to get to know everything that you need to know about the U.S. national team. I'm Clayton, and I'm a rapper. I'm Ty. I manage a web design company. And the we still love the Nets. We love y'all. Always. 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 And forever. We, just, we're, we're, we were just mad the other night, but it's, it's, we're, it, we're better now. It's we the people. It's we the people. It's we the people. It's we the people. Folks, there are madnesses. There are sadnesses. There are some gladnesses. Uh, and we're going to talk about them all. Uh, uh, That's as what we, Oprah says. <laughs> there are some gladnesses. Uh, as we break down this USA versus Mexico friendly, which uh, not not so friendly after all, uh, as is to be expected whenever the U.S. plays its bitter rival, two teams Mexico. Just play, don't like each other. They just play. There's only room in this Concacaf region for the one of us. And it's gonna be Mexico. <laughs> All right, uh, let's. And it's Mexico. <laughs> let's let's uh, go ahead and let's go ahead and triage this. We're also gonna talk a little bit about about Uruguay and uh, what exactly uh, Nat's team we're bringing to that Uruguay. game because it's not the one that we saw versus Mexico. No, it's not. Um, so let's dive into all that. But first, please remember to shoot us a five star review. Five stars. That's the amount of stars you're aiming for. Five stars, please, and you might have your review read upon this air uh, in these voices. If you can do six, that'll be great. Make up for some others. <laughs> Keep an eye out for that six-star rating, y'all. Hook it up. Hook it up. Uh, and also follow us on Twitter at WTP Pod. That's Wilbur Tango Pizza Pod. Uh, please, on Twitter, and uh, hang out with us. Commiserate with us. Give us your thoughts. We want to know right. your your mind through your words. So do that in um, 360 characters or whatever they're at now. Yeah. One, 120, 240, 360, 500. 892. Yeah. <laughs> Minimum uh, 800. <laughs> <laughs> folks, that's it for housekeeping. <laughs> Let's dive right into this. No time to waste, folks. We got a lot of game to talk about, and uh, I know that you're, you, you may be feeling the pain uh, at this moment, so let's make it all a little bit better with a We the Peeps Rasta lineup. This was, think back to when, uh, Line when, up, boys. when things hadn't gone as poorly as they did. Both gloves, Man City's obvious starter. Zach Steffen, get he on in He plays for Dusseldorf. <laughs> you, you do not leave a Dusseldorf player on the bench. He Dusseldorf's for, for Man City. You don't understand. And then we've got uh, Walk Long, why not? Walker Zimmerman and Walk Aaron Long, Long, our favorite uh, nicknamed uh, center back pairing, if not our oh, favorite we've got the actual. <laughs> we've got Dest <laughs> Sergene Piao. It's uh, Reggie, the soccer player formerly known as Reggie Cannon, on the right side. And on the left, it's your boy, Sergino Dest. He played. That's a gladness. It's your boy. That a is gladness. a gladness. 
big time, um, didn't remain a gladness for long. We'll get into it. Uh, in the midfield, we're going to have Will Trappington. Sadness is not good enough. Get in Has there, never Will been good enough. <laughs> Show us again. Prove it once again. 20 You're caps. Good enough. 20 disappointing caps. Wes, yeah, there was there one good one? No, there was not. There was not a single good one. France, uh, the France friendly. All right. That's, that's all we got. All yeah. right. The when he was the, fi- the center of the fidget spinner. Carry on. Okay. <laughs> We've got West Hone. West Hone. It's your boy, West Hone McKenney. And welcome back from the desert, from the depths, Alfredo Morales. Uh, and then up he front. He plays for Dusseldorf. <laughs> on loan from Dusseldorf to the men's national team, Alfredo Morales. <laughs> MNT. We've also got, uh, so now we're going to go up front to our to our front three. What do we call them? The uh, the. The BGPs. The GDPs. Damn it. Not close. Almost. Close. Uh, Tyler Boyd, Giassi Zardes, rising star of 2015 Giassi Zardes, and of course, the Porcelain Prince, Christian Pulisic. Sipu. baby. Guys, this game um, was 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 pretty rough, but I would I would venture not as rough as it looked, but we'll get there. We'll get there. Yeah. Great to see Serginho Dest out there. Uh, we got off to a decent start. A little bit of passing was happening. A lot of a lot of uh, tight moments uh, near the back, which would continue for 90 minutes. Tight moments near the back. Um, I'm going <laughs> to go ahead and keep that in there. Uh, and then after after about 20 minutes of Dicey us... Dicey moments. <laughs> Dicey. After about 20 minutes... Touch and go. Touch and go. <laughs> Touch, stay. Go. Uh, after about 20 minutes of this, uh, the, U- the U.S. had a couple good moments, but it looked like Mexico. And, and that look was cemented uh, when, when uh, Te- Tecatito uh, absolutely takes Serginho Dest to the cleaners. A Dest who had up until that point been having a decent game. Uh, Pulisic and Dest make an attempt to uh, double team on Tecatito in the tight back and unfortunately get absolutely worked straight through the legs. Serginho Dest, <laughs> get pantsed. Uh, and then a nice, easy little assist to your boy, Chicharito. Huge fan. To a wide open Chicharito. A wide open the, Chich. The, the all-time leading goal scorer for the Mexican national team. Right. Just just he's, in uh, there. Just in there vibing. Like at the penalty spot. Just, just in vibing. there vibing. All right. All right. <laughs> all right. I see you. Uh, so easy goal there. And uh, and then it got um, worse and worse uh, by the looks of it. Um, sort of ostensibly troubling. Uh, this the next kind of exciting thing that would happen is uh, right after the the uh, a little bit after halftime, Alfredo Morales uh, showed how how excited and passionate he is to be a part of this team and represent the Nats by getting into a good old fashioned U.S. Mexico scuffle. Love it. He got he got love tapped in the face and he returned what I requested for in the last show, what I would call a stiff wrist to the face. Now I meant for that to be metaphorical. Alfredo Morales took it quite literally, and uh, a scuffle Big ensued. Fan huge fan, huge fan. We got a care package here waiting for you, Alfredo. Thank you for uh, your service. Um, so sweet, sweet classic scuffle, uh, and and uh, but not too much came of it. Uh, there were some yellows that started to show up to try to settle this one down. Mexico would carve out uh, a, another couple goals, turning this into a three-goal lead, uh, but not before Pulisic would show us uh, that he's actually the man and a half by dribbling them many, many times. Uh, very exciting stuff. And then after those two goals, 
uh, a we we earned a, a little uh, a penalty kick. Why not? PK, here we go. Pulisic, go ahead and take it. Future leading goal scorer of all time for the Nats. But no. <laughs> Just give him the record now. Just yeah, why pending. Not? I mean, pending people. Record. Yeah, give it to yes. give we. It's already Altidore's, and then and we'll <laughs> right exactly. But, but exactly. Even, but then as soon as he gets it, we'll give it to Pulisic. That's how this works. Um, so. So instead of taking this, as everyone expected, he gives it to Josh Sargent. What a lovely moment. What a beautiful thought. Touching. That's some Hallmark card shit. And Josh uh, takes a decent but not great penalty, which gets saved. End of game. U.S. goes out 3-0. And U.S. Twitter is on fire with the hatred. But Ty, what were your first impressions after seeing this game? It's never fun to lose to Mexico, that's for sure. Uh, and the, the the night and the game were depressing on on so many levels, uh, and we'll get to that. But I was happy to see a team that clearly had a concept uh, of keeping the ball on the ground and trying to play out of the back. That's not a very complicated concept. I would like a more complicated, more intricate plan, and I'd like some more careful uh, planning around that to to make sure it's feasible. But I enjoyed that, uh, that we stuck to that principle for the most part. Um, and that's very, very caveated praise because Zach Steffen also did just like lump the ball out of bounds a couple times in the first half. Uh, so this whole idea that, you know, why are you getting on us for, for not giving up on playing out of the back? Um, that doesn't hold a ton of water to me because I saw a lot of people giving up on it. Um, but I, I like that in theory. And I think friendlies are the time to make mistakes, to experiment and try things. So that's the positive. The negative is everything else. Uh, the, <laughs> the team selection, I mean, we, we won't go on. We won't go on. But, but Zardes and Trap, it, 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 this just isn't, it's, this isn't realistic. This, I, I can't understand. I just, I'm flummoxed. And this is the one thing out of all the things, this is the thing that makes me think that Berhalter has to go. Because in the face of all evidence, he just continues to insist that these two guys are national team quality. And yeah. what occurred to me coming going into the game was, if they played just as well, even better, for another MLS team, he wouldn't be picking them. He's only picking them because they played for him in his last job. That's, that's a travesty. Of, of favoritism. It is. When it comes to the national team with, with every so many options, so many players all over the world to pick from, and you're picking these players just because you happen to be comfortable with who they are and with working with them, that's insane. It's and insane. And he's been in the job. He'd ha- you know, if he had invested earlier on in getting more comfortable with some other players, maybe he'd be more comfortable with them now. Right. So that that really depresses me. And then the, the turnout, the... Um, yeah, I think it was probably 80% or 85% Mexico fans. Um, just the general sense of, uh, of <sighs> lack of progress was, was palpable. Um, and I was very bummed because I wanted Dest's debut to be a little bit more uh, energetic and exciting for Dest to maybe convince him that this is the right place to be. Uh, so it was kind of a drab and, and uninspiring occasion overall, you know, for him to play in. It's his first home game, and he finds out that, oh, we don't actually have home games when we play CONCACAF teams. 
that's that's pretty depressing. So it's not I, a good look. I, I felt it's not a good look. It's not a good look. So, so I, I, you know, it's a dark day in Nats land, but we're we're always we always find the positives, and I, I think I think we'll be okay. But um, you know, just enjoy your sadness uh, in the wake of this this game, and uh, just be thankful it was a friendly. I am thankful it was a friendly, and I am partially sad. But I gotta just I I, I for once I'm actually on the the other side of the outrage fence uh, a little bit here and so don't tase me bro uh but but let me let me just give an argument in favor of why this wasn't such a travesty yeah um so for for one thing we got to see Serginho Dest and Josh Sargent so i agree fully that uh Will Trapp and Giassi Zardes should not be starting uh, ever for any reason um, but it's, you know, seeing seeing Sargent come in at the 67th minute uh, was encouraging. And by the way, Sargent in one touch through the legs in the run of play did more than Giassi Zardes did all game. Absolutely. Um, so yeah. the more we get him on the field, the more Greg's can, Greg can fall in love with this guy and, and start to see it. And he's, he's smaller, uh, maybe, and potentially a little slower than Giassi Zardes, but is a better presser. And mm, I don't think so. Yeah, all right, all right. I'm not even going to go there. Anyways, point <laughs> is, we got to see Josh Sargent. Now look, folks, this game was played in our defensive third, the entire game. Um, and that feels scary, and that feels bad. But like Ty said, we stuck to this plan. My biggest problems with Burhalter from the Gold Cup were the team selection and the uh, the fact that the plan had seemed to just totally go out the window by the yeah, end of that yeah, tournament. Yeah. And so what we saw tonight was <laughs> was an, an attempt at really actually doing this, and the players subscribed to it. And when it worked, it turned into goal dangerous situations, goal, we so goal proximate goal si- situations. So what you have to understand about playing this Tata Martino Mexico is that it's going to occur in our defensive third, period. That's how the game is going to play. Mm-hmm. And and if you add that to the Burhalter play out of the back system, we're talking about a high risk, high reward, like playing a black deck in magic cards where you allow <laughs> you you allow the, uh, the game to happen in these terrifying areas of the pitch. And then, but when you do get out of that press, you're in on goal before you even reach the halfway line. And we did see that. So that's really important. Another major posse here is the Christian Polisic leadership. He was good. He was really good. He was as good as I've ever seen him play on any team and definitely, and, and, and on the Nats, on the Nats and on any team. He was, he was, uh, he was he fired up and he was showing, he showed clearly that he is the best player in the CONCACAF region right now. That to me uh, stood out and is a major positive. Um, and uh, for me, him giving the penalty kick to Josh Sargent is a big deal and uh, shows, you know, he's, he's saying what it seems to me he's saying, listen, coach, like we're behind this guy. This is our guy. And right, that right. kind of thing can make a difference over time. Another big uh, posse here is Alfredo Morales, who was solid mm-hmm. and who is a better choice than Will Trapp in that position. And he's, he's playing. He's, he's got bite. He's got something going on. He's, he's a six out of 10 every game. You know, and you, you got to accept that. Yeah. So it's I really, really don't think this is as bad as it looks. They that Mexico only scored one goal, uh, one out of the three 
uh, goals was due to us fucking up trying to pass out of their press. The other two, one of them was like brilliant individual play that will not happen again to Serginho Dest in the future. Um, and, or it, you know, it will happen less and less over time. Right. And, right. uh, the other one was a fucking counter attack off of a good U S play. After so, we're down to nothing and the fullbacks were pinned back. It was yeah. like a three on two or something. Yeah, that's so that's going to happen. You know? And that shit's going to happen. So yeah. yes, we gave up a goal from a mistake playing out of the back, but actually playing out of the back looked a lot scarier than I think it actually is. And I was happy to see it, see it, uh, attempted. Now here's, um, how I think we fix it. Um, I great. I, think I love this. We we have to take trap out. Uh, enough said. For the love um, of God, yes. I, it yeah. is absolutely the case that m- there are many players that are as defensively sound as Will Trap, and there are many pl- of those players that are way better on the ball. So someone like Weston McKenney or Alfredo Morales. Just put Aaron Long great. in there. Fuck it. Put I'll, Aaron I'll, Long. Anybody. In there. Anybody. Anyone. Yeah. Um, and then we need players like Tyler Boyd, and we need a Josh Sargent instead of uh, Zardes uh, tracking all the way back. So mm-hmm. when when we're trying to get out of that press, we have to fill, we have to overload that second stage of the midfield, the initial midfield stage, right? Mm-hmm. We have to mm-hmm. overload yeah. right there in the middle and allow our wingers to overlap, and and those are the ones who actually uh, receive the first pass after breaking the press. And it should be the strikers and the midfielders. Pulisic was doing this all game, but Zardes and and, um, and Boyd were not. Boyd, right, uh, right, and right. when we saw when we saw Jordan Morris come in for Boyd, he did it, and it worked. So we're we're actually really fucking close to playing this style in a way that works. And believe it or not, I, after this, came out higher on Burhalter than I was at the end of the Gold Cup. That's that's amazing. Amazing analysis. I love that. Um, I talked to uh, Stefan after the game and um, in the mix zone, and he said, basically, he, he was trying not to not to blow up people's, people's spots, you know? Yeah. But he was saying, like, you know, we tried it, and, like, if, if some players, like, aren't doing the things that they need to in order to make the system work, then it's going to collapse at times. So I think you're spot on that you, when you say playing out of the back, people think of what the defense and what the goalkeeper are doing, but it's actually what the midfield and the strikers are doing that makes the system function. Right. So yeah, you're, you're, you're completely right. Um, and I, I think it is, it is rosier than it, than it seems. And I think that this is worth attempting. Um, but you know, I, I, I do, I don't want to forget that like people paid a lot of money to go, to go see this game. And that's, that's another aspect that I think like, let's find a way to practice and have, you know, experimental situations where we're not like killing the brand. Cause I, I also, after the game, I talked to some fans who came for their first U S game and they were in a section surrounded by Mexican fans getting basically made fun of after every goal and they got to watch a team, you know, struggle to implement a concept. So, you know, while this was a friendly, they don't market these games like friendlies and they don't price them like friendlies. And so I, I think it's justified that uh, certainly fans would be upset. And I think it's it's reasonable for the press to, to ask those questions because fans are upset. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's a balance of all those things. Like from my perspective, like looking at the trajectory of the Nats, I'm I'm happier with this than if we had, you know, 20% possession and we won one nothing, you know? 
Yeah, but so, but so, as a as a you know <laughs> rooting for the program and thinking about the future of the program, like we gotta we just gotta shore up some of these this low hanging fruit. There's so much that's wrong with these situations, and it's like it feels so easy to fix them. It's just perplexing why why more isn't being done. So Ty, what else did you uh, pick up from from the mix zone stuff? I'm I'm, I'm excited. Ty uh, was there, you know. Hashtag press pass. That would up. We, uh, you know, that would up though. Uh, um, uh, so so Ty, what, you know, what you what did you uh, osmosis? What did, what did you absorb when you were uh, being near these uh, the, these these human gods? Um. So yeah, human I think God you know, obviously human the, the mood very human. The mood wasn't ideal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> really human. Um, the mood, the mood wasn't great. Uh, you know, some player like uh, Dest didn't really want to talk, which was understandable. And people made him talk anyway, and he was very uncomfortable. <laughs> he was like, "I think I have to to catch the bus." <laughs> like, no, 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 just quick, one question, one question. Um, so it was like you know there was a, a pallor over the. The, the group, as you would expect after a, a humiliating loss like that, but everybody kind of said the same thing, which is what we've been, we and the coach have been, have been uh, uh, kind of repeating. Um, in the press conference itself, Berhalter was getting very chippy with, with the press, be, with the press, about the press, because the press kept asking Berhalter about his press and <laughs> counter press. And, um, and Berhalter, Berhalter was like, oh yeah, so that's what you think the narrative is? That, you know, like, we, we can't play this way and, and, you know, things are going backwards. And he's like, and he, he called out uh, Grant Wall in the middle of asking a question. He's like, Grant, what do you think? And Grant Wall's like, uh, why are you asking me? It's your press conference. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it was getting a little, a little hairball in the press conference. That was, that was unusual. Um, and you know, is just a bunch of depressed guys who didn't really want to say much interesting. So yeah, I got a couple. Uh, I got a couple of clips that that we'll put at the end of the show. But the one thing I kept asking players because like, I, I keep hearing them say like, you know, we just got to implement the system. Like it's a very complicated system, and we're working on it, and we're we're trying to trying to learn it every single time we play. And so I kept asking like, so what is the system? Because the one concrete thing that we know is that they're trying to play out of the back, and that's that's neat. Uh, but that doesn't seem like it, it takes a PhD, you know, to figure out. So I, I kind of was hoping for some answers about, like, other tactical points that they're trying to focus on. I felt like in the those, like, first couple friendlies of Burhalter, it was like this advanced level tactical session, you know, with all these all these interesting moving pieces and lots of very good stuff going on. And it just feels like so much more scattered and and uh just like uh generic now than it did before so i i'm i'm kind of lost were you able to get any answers did they i was not able to get any answers it's basically uh we're just we're just trying to play good soccer you know and and keep it on the ground and and berhalter's got got this weird berhalter's got this weird new thing where he's talking about like don't worry about the positions we just need them to find space it does. It's getting like Jurgeny out there. It's weird. Um, it's like you know, find space, play good. Pl- don't don't put the ball. Believe in, in yourself. Um, there is one that thing that I noticed a couple times was uh, on crosses in. Weston McKenney is is playing really high. Uh, right. He's yeah. he's spending the defensive time marking uh, what's his yep. face. Their number yeah. six. Yeah. So he's he's starting out really high, and then he's getting the crosses and laying those off from his head to the striker, which is interesting. Uh, and he's good in the air. 
Um, it's yeah, yeah, I like that. That that was yeah. one uh, particular thing I picked up as well was Weston playing really high. You know, on yeah, D. That, that's cool. That's that's all cool. But um, you know, it it does feel a little bit uh, just mishmashy at this point. Yeah. But and again, I, like I we're we're getting there. Like we could absolutely be getting better results uh, by mm-hmm. by lumping it, uh, but we're getting there now. What exactly the system is, is is a little unclear, and it seems like Berhalter has pulled it back. At first, he thought he'd be able to pull off a much more complex and specific system than it seems right, like he, right. he we've realized. Talked about it. We talked about it, but like I don't understand why that happened, because he had all this time to prepare for the Gold Cup, in which he did none of the stuff that he did in the prior four games. Like mm-hmm. He had like the two camps, and in both camps, he was kind of doing the, the cool thing with the fullback. And then we had the thing also with the wingers circulating. So, like, the wingers were dropping deep. And then there were all these, like, 20-yard balls um, on the ground from the center backs forward, which was really nice. And these things just kind of slowly disappeared until now the one thing that's left is that we're trying to play out of the back. Maybe he's been like, all right, until we get playing out of the back, we're not doing any of that other stuff. Like, we're just going to go back to, like, do whatever, you know, whatever you're used to until we get this one thing. That would be an awesome answer for him to say, by the way. Like, you know, I tried a lot of things, and some things worked and some things didn't. We decided it was a little too complicated. We really wanted to simplify what we were trying to do and just, like, keep drilling this in. So we're working on this one thing. You know, it's not going perfectly at, at in every game, but um, but we really believe in it. And, and we ask that the fans and, and the press and the public bear with us because it's a work in progress, and we promise that by the time we get to the World Cup, this is going to be... Uh, singing and we're going to deliver amazing results for the for the country Dude. thank you next question yeah that would be fucking incredible <laughs> and it's like how like yeah how do you not just say something like that but i don't know i mean it sounds like he's feeling the heat um i would like to add another posse to this uh, go for it we got sadsies and gladsies here's another gladsy <laughs> glad gladnesses uh, <laughs> Serginho <laughs> Dest on the broadcast, it, it was mentioned that he did receive. So Ty, you were spot the fuck on. You said he's 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 playing well enough that he's already gotten the call, and I think mm-hmm. he said no. And you were right. The call was for the under twenty threes, right? And he said no to it. Um, now another added to that in the broadcast was that Serginho Dest admitted that when he plays FIFA. As we, we, dis- we discussed on a recent episode, the importance of FIFA. When he plays FIFA, he plays as Christian Pulisic. Nice. So I think you fucking nailed it, dog. You were right as shit. I think he had just subs- he just buys into the brand. And if this dude is actually if that's actually true, if he's playing Christian Pulisic when he plays video games, he is a gnat. He's a fucking gnat. Yeah, um, he's so, like, he's like a way a gnat. He's a way like, a gnat. Yeah. Wea, Wea, I, don't, I think could play for France or Liberia. I don't think people talk about him because he's just so in. You know, he's just like 100% Nat. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. So, and, and Dest, before he got megged in his face, uh, he, was, he was combining really well with Polisic, and it looks like something that can totally work. Absolutely. Um, yeah, so this totally. is a great place for him to learn that lesson. Like, and Poli- and, and, it was like, yes, it was like seeing Polisic, like make make friends, you know, he's... He's finally got someone who has like touch and awareness and movement. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. He like looks one way, sees trap. Says, He's not no. telling Tim Ream like where to go. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. It was great. It was great to see. And, and um, you know, in defense of Dest, I think the way he shaped his body when he got megged would have made sense on the other wing. The, the knee that was bent was the wrong knee Ooh, to be re- bent. Wow. Oh, my um, God. You, you're on fire tonight. <laughs> Thanks, dog. You're one of um, the positives. <laughs> Clayton's, yeah, I'm sure. Clayton's reaction. Yeah, the positives wow. are that this upstart podcast is is getting kind of decent over time. <laughs> yeah. So no, he's 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 shaped up. The reason he, I think, the reason he got magged is because he shaped as if he was as he his muscle memory tells him to from playing on the right side. So it's all good, dude. You're gonna be fine. And he, he it was just a psychological battle that he lost and he couldn't do it. But the 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 physical skills, I, he's there. He's at this level. And up until that goal, he he was proving that. Yeah. So. Agreed. Agreed. All right. Oh, what do you what do you think of the the penalty? By the way, the I love that the way decision. Sergeant approached it. The, oh. Not the decision. I I think I mean I think Sergeant looked a little out of his depth. It was a decent penalty. I mean, yeah, like, yeah, What we generally fun. ask of penalties yeah. is if the keeper goes the wrong way, it should go in. That's pretty much <laughs> like that's the that's the baseline, and he got that much. Yeah. Uh, keeper yeah, I, standing staying in the middle or going the wrong way, he scores. So I'm I'm fine with it. It wasn't it wasn't a great penalty, but you know. He was mega on the spot. I mean, I, I he the dude is eighteen. I remember being eighteen and and taking and penalties and taking school. penalties, and it was terrifying to do it in <laughs> front of my friends and fam, like and and to so he's in this insane situation. Like Mexican fans everywhere. Polisic looks at him and is like, "No, you're gonna take it." He's like, right, right. He's like, the fuck, and you don't say no to that. You don't. You don't no, you be don't. like, nah. <laughs> and the professor, the professor pointed out that he was uh, our father came to the game was sitting uh, by himself in a uh, also a, the only you know yank fan in in like a five mile yeah. radius speaking of people who bought into the brand the professor oh my god yes murica murica um so and he was saying like it's it's intimidating being surrounded by mexican fans going crazy after all those goals and like i think any american fan would understands that feeling of like oh man like i'm surrounded and that it's it's not fun. It's really not fun. And so he was saying, like, imagine what it's like to be a player and to be a, to ostensibly be coming home, you know, to play for your home crowd back in the States. And it's not. It's just a Mexican home game. I mean, it's I you know, I, I don't know. Like big, big picture, I guess the thing we do is just get good and build a culture and you know wait 50 years like that's kind of it but um i did feel like they they didn't open the upper deck for the game which shocked me when i got in because i assumed that because every ticket was a hundred dollars that they sold the place out you know yeah and i saw that uh, that upper deck and i was just like why don't you open that up and make it twenty dollars and and target the tickets at you know fans in new jersey who've never gone or give some to youth teams or all these things we've talked about in the past it's like yeah i just, just looked perplexing it, just it's perplexing and no, i, a little I bit. just looked this up for for 25 grand you can have your advertisement on the back of every metro card in new york city 25 grand for real wow yeah so okay, it, well, sign me up yeah cantilever Dude, logos it's, everywhere. It's fucking crazy. Well, I, I actually I misspoke. It's not every metro card. It's uh, it's a certain number of metro cards, which right, ultimately right. comes to seventy five cents per metro card. Okay, great deal. So we're yeah. we're yeah, it's an incredible deal. And and I was just thinking, I was looking that up for a different reason, but I was just thinking like, 
how easy it would have been to put put the Nats on there, put Pulisic on there, be like, come out and and see this game, root for your Nats for twenty five you know, G's for twenty five G's. <laughs> like, it's so such a small amount of money. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm, I don't know. It's so doable. There needs I, to be some yeah. guerrilla marketing. I like, did all. I talked to another journalist about that too because he he was saying he, he was contrasting it with the U.S. Open. Mm-hmm. And obviously, they're spending they're spending a insane amount of money marketing the u.s open granted but the fact that like you walk through new york you know we've both been in the subway in the last you know 48 hours you know that the u.s open's happening you know and there's just no way you would know that the national team of the country is here i know there's no way you could learn that the only ad i did get was a uh youtube targeted ad right because i watch all these highlights um, so that was there, but so that, yeah, that's there. It's yeah, not enough. yeah, and they're it's they're up on social. I mean, they're they're doing a good job, but the it's just that the resources aren't like pumped into it, and it's just it's ironic because everything is such a cash grab. And as someone in marketing, I can tell you, you could have filled that last twenty thousand seats. Like, I don't understand the logic there, and that gives you an opportunity. Like, maybe you fill like ten thousand of it with paying fans at at 80 bucks a pop or something and then you just give 10,000 away to to worthy causes and maybe they don't show up but that's still better than the scenario that you ended up with so it, yeah it and just, write it, that write that shit off on your taxes us absolutely said. go absolutely. for it they All should right. be paying less than amazon yeah anyway all right, so yeah, it didn't work out. Final, maybe the final posse here for this game before we move on to Uruguay was uh, getting to see a little Miles Robinson in there. Absolutely, that was nice. I yeah. enjoyed that. He, you know, he looks Welcome. like a contender. Welcome on in. Welcome on in. Jackson, and I'm, I'm excited. Yeah, looking forward to the next game. Um, we lost a, a, a bunch of players. Um, yeah, so we've lost. So moving forward, Uruguay. Let's figure this out. Uh, it's we're we're gonna lose Brooks, Johnson, Pulisic, McKenney, Stefan, and. Morales. So we're looking at a different team. Very different. So let me let me just run through the remaining players. It's not it'll it won't be that long. And just give rapid fire. Just give me your picks out of these. Okay. The, okay. All right. All right. We have Jesse Gonzalez. No caps. No no goals. And Brad Guzan. Uh huh. So Guzan. Your, that's your pick. I've never seen. If Jesse you're Gonzalez. the coach, if you're the coach, honestly, you're playing Brad Guzan in a friendly. Wow, this is disappointing. Uh. Defenders, <laughs> Reggie, Sergino, Lima, Long, Lovitz, Reem, Robinson, Zimmerman. Uh, Reggie Dest, Robin Zerman. Robin Zerman, great. Uh, midfield, Leggett, Pomacall, Roldan, I'm not going to mention the number six, and Jackson Ewell. Uh, Got to pick three. Leggett, Pomacall, Roldan, Ewell. <laughs> Jesus. Who's out? <laughs> Legit Pomacall. Um Fuck. I mean Polisic. <laughs> Get yeah, yeah. Reroute the plane. I I mean Legit Pomacall. Ewell. Right answer. Thank you. Uh forwards, Corey Baird. <laughs> Corey I'm Baird, fine dude. with switching out Guzan. By the way, I'm sorry you were so disappointed in me. But I'm sorry the, for being. I'm sorry for being a, a, a polar bear fan. I, I like the guy. I, I love the guy. Honestly, I I think he's worth a testimonial. But I just any younger keeper at any point in getting game time is good. Uh, forwards, we have the anonymous Twitter egg that is Corey Baird. 
we have Tyler Boyd, <laughs> J-Mo Smooth, Josh Sargent, and I'm not going to mention the number nine. So you got to pick yeah, three so out of Baird, Boyd, Morris, Sargent. I, I try Boyd on the left. Um, yeah, Boyd on the left. Yeah, and then it's Sargent. J-Mo. Uh, and, Sargent. And uh, J-Mo. Yeah, yeah. So that's a that's a reasonably exciting eleven. I I'd be I'd be psyched if we saw that eleven. The disappointing yeah. thing is that is that it only goes down from here because you know that the the two players we skipped, and of the others that you excluded that that those are Greggy B picks all day. Yeah, Lovitz Bear. Lovitz. Lovitz, by the way, oh came on God, did yes. come on to try to get us a goal. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> He's the super sub. <laughs> oh boy so yeah it's gonna uh, be like love it's ream like dest is gonna play like 20 minutes at the end yeah it's gonna oh, be rough yeah it's gonna be rough but um Aye. i'm looking forward to it i'm looking forward. yeah I, i'm excited so, to see uruguay yeah so which uh which uruguay are we gonna see so it's a it's a young it's a fishy team uh they they played uh costa rica last time out they won two to one uh, with a, a very young lineup, including a, a, a gentleman named Brian Rodriguez, B-Rod, from LAFC, who has barely played for LAFC and yet is getting chances with uh, Uruguay. So that's pretty cool. Uh, and it, it shows that our, our players are kind of on the radar with some of these these bigger teams. That's pretty neat. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm just excited to see kind of what their next generation looks like because they're, they're, it's all the, their fishies. I don't have too much familiarity, but they've, they sprinkled in a couple of vets uh, in the last game. So uh, who, you know, players who've played at, at a really high level, Jose Jimenez, Sebastian Cuates, that kind of player um, where they're, you know, Champions League players for many years. Uh, Muslera, the goalkeeper, obviously is a, is a, always a solid um, so, so I'm excited. It'll be a good test for, for our players, not only going up against uh, youngsters from a really strong country, but also facing some, uh, you know, Champions League quality opposition as well. All right. Well, it's, it's fun either way um, to, to, to watch the Nats. We love watching the Nats. And, oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I still had a great time. Yeah, still had a great time. This is as depressing as it gets. It's, it's, an, awesome. it's an away loss at home. <laughs> three nothing <laughs> and it's still oh, and it was uh, still a great way to spend six hours in east rutherford <laughs> by the way just just for greg's uh greg if you're listening the team looked better without with sebastian legette who couldn't defend a traffic cone or maybe could defend this traffic cone but you know Did. doesn't doesn't defend for his for at all for his life uh the team looked better with someone who could who could dribble and pass instead of will trap so just consider it turn just consider it dribble turn oh dribble. real quick oh sorry one last quick note yeah did you notice that there were like a couple moments where weston had the chance to be aggressive and he decided not to be aggressive like there was like Didn't a pick up on that there was a, a a giveaway where um what's his face orozco uh the goalkeeper just kicked it straight at at uh weston and weston was like on the penalty spot and he kind of like received the ball and then had to kind of turn to grab it and instead of like turning and shooting because he was in space he just like laid it off from the penalty spot to like a crossing position like a reverse cross yeah um i think it looked to me what i did notice was that mckenny was uh has dialed down the emotions and i wonder if he's getting notes on that like you're 
you're a good player, but you're you're losing your head, and that's when you're losing your marks. Um, so you need you, you need to cool it. I don't like this. Um, I don't like this. And you this. need to do like stick with the plan. And it also looks like the plan is him laying stuff off. So I Ugh. think he was. Yeah. It, it sounds like he's instructions. Yeah. Yeah, he's getting a little overcoached out there. Um, I want just him let in the dude do beast his thing. mode. Yeah, just let oh, the dude do man. his thing. Whatever makes him mad, make him mad. Yeah, we gotta like, get him. Yeah. We gotta get him watching Jermaine Jones clips. Yeah, you know exactly. what I mean? Like the guy's positioning was <laughs> always weird. Always. There was never a there was never a, a like a traditional game from Jermaine Jones. Uh, but he was awesome and he did a lot of amazing things for us, and we can use that. We need that. It makes me really mad when you go to a coffee shop and they put the lid, like with the mouth of the lid on the seam of the cup. So like as soon as you start sipping, it drips on <laughs> your shirt. So I think pregame, you just hand Weston, hey, hey, dude, got your, got your uh, venti, <laughs> venti blonde. Dude, Berhalter also <laughs> that said really that McKenny, McKenny, the McKenny captaincy was like a test of his leadership uh, in the Gold Cup final and that he failed. Berhalter publicly said that McKenny failed, which Damn, is a that's really cold. like I didn't yeah, hear that's that. Cold, Tom. <laughs> that's fucking cold, bro. I mean, he didn't I have mean, the best game, but I know. Failed. I, know. I think failure is a little bit much, but it, this guy's losing know. the plot. Honestly, it's it's not looking good. And what's crazy is that like it's gonna take two years to fire him. Like it's gonna we're gonna be mid hex yeah. when they finally fire him. It's going to happen again. Like, this this whole charade is going to happen again. I, I, welcome to the Nats. So, that, and uh, you'll Nats, hear yeah. after the game, you, you'll hear these fans who I interviewed. And I was saying, like, yeah, you know, it's kind of a masochistic thing to to follow this team, but welcome aboard. And they were like, yeah, I can, I can tell, but I, I'm we're in. <laughs> so I was excited. <laughs> I was like, all right, more people who enjoy who enjoy suffering. Awesome. Get on in here. Sadly, at this point, that is more the stage that we're at. Uh, but it won't be that way forever. Hang on with us. And when this shit gets cool and we get good, we'll be the ones who are there. You, folks. Ground floor. You, the listeners. Ground, ground floor. floor right here. We're still there. Five years <laughs> late. We started this pod five years ago. Like, we need to get in on the ground floor. And it looks like we invested a little early in this Bitcoin. It's like um, when you get you get on the elevator and you don't realize it's going down to the basement. <laughs> That's actually what happened to us. We were like, ground floor, awesome. And then it got worse. It got worse. <laughs> yeah. All right. Whew. Well, it'll get better. All right, guys. Uh, I totally love it. I love it. When, uh, you know what I love? I love that Dark Crystal show. It's like the Jim Henson uh, team uh, mm. is making a show with pu- a combination of puppets and CGI. It's weird. It's odd, but I love it. Don't, you know, I don't, don't hate it's, I think it's cool and interesting. I also, uh, love, um, you know, free stuff. I found a frame, uh, a framed image today of a map of a place in Mexico of all places that I've never been. And it looks cool. And so I'm going to go ahead and Wikipedia it and, uh, try to come up with some reasons I can tell people why I would hang that on my wall. Uh, and I also like having a number, not one, not two, but a plethora of options for sheets, both thread count and color. But I don't love <laughs> any <match>. of <laughs> I don't love any of that sheets as much as I love you, Nats. Goodbye, people. It's we the people. It's we the people. It's we the people. It's we the people. 
First USA Mexico, you got you know the pretty much full run out. Just talk about what you saw there and the result in your own performance. Yeah, uh, unfortunately we lost. I think um, yeah we have to improve in uh, some things still. Because, uh, we didn't play that well in my opinion. We could play uh, much better, and uh, Mexico took the win. So yeah, we just have to wait and develop as a team and train with each other, and then we'll be ready for the next game. On the first goal, what happened? Just fading out there? Yeah, that's that just something that can happen in soccer, you know? Um, it's it's not like I couldn't do anything against him. It's just like a good action was a great action for him. Um, yeah, things like that happen in soccer. You can do anything. How do you feel overall about tonight? About me, yeah. personally? Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't think... I, I played a bad game or something, but it was just that moment that was crucial. And yeah, I have to learn from it. You, you, you played on the 17 World Cup and the 20 World Cup, but this is obviously your first cap with the senior team. How was it different and how did it feel just to be out there for the first time with the senior team? Yeah, it's it's uh, different because you play for the like two men national team and everybody is watching. And it's also, yeah, my first cap, so it's a special moment. Yeah, hopefully I will get more and develop myself really also. Greg said he wanted you guys to play a little bit more aggressive tonight. Uh, did you feel like uh, you guys could have been a little bit more aggressive? Mm, yeah, I think so too. Because, I don't know, a lot of... We could one uh, win like, more duels against them and it was just... I don't know, they had, they had more possession and things like that. It's just, we have to improve it. And I think as we work as a team and we just train on it, we, we, we can improve it. You played against Mexico with the U20s, but obviously the senior team's a different thing. You heard about the rivalry, did you feel it? Did you, could you tell like, that there's that kind of passion in that rivalry? No, to be honest, I didn't feel it that much. It was getting testy out there. There was a little pushing and shoving and, you know, Yeah, it, it was not with me. So, yeah, I don't know. I, I didn't feel it that much yet. Maybe in Unfortunately, I wanted to to win the game or come back with the win. And, uh, but we have a great group of players, and we will improve. That's for sure. If we stick to the plan, and, yeah, I think we have a we have a good future. You come in and you, you see the style that, that Greg is trying to play with building out of the back. Um, it, it seemed tonight that the Mexico kind of opened you guys up a little bit as well. Um, you know, what did you think about the team's performance and, you know, everything you guys could work on going into the next game? I think we did a couple good things, but also a couple things that we have to improve. And, uh, yeah, but it was just a test. Of, of course, it's 
it's a big game for everybody, for us, uh, for the fans, for country. Um, we wanted to do better, that's clear. We gave two goals in the last minutes. It's just too easy. Um, yeah, we will we will do better. That's for sure. We'd stick to the plan. And then obviously you didn't have you guys didn't have tons of chances offensively. The ones you did, were you frustrated that maybe you guys didn't make the most of those chances? And then knowing you let up the two goals for most of the game, it was one nothing. Yeah, of course. Uh, in those in those games. Uh, if you have a set piece, you can score. You can score from everywhere. But I think we we made some wrong decisions going forward. Uh, the final pass, the the last pass before the final pass was yeah a lot of things that we can work on, and uh, we will. Alfredo, um, you mentioned that it's a good group. What's different about this group compared to the other teams that, that you're a part of? What's distinctive about being in the U.S. camp? It's just fun. Uh, we have great players, uh, great personalities. Uh, it's just fun to 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 spend a week together, train to train together, work hard together, and um, yeah, I, I was very happy to be here, be a part of the team, uh, give my best for the team, and um, yeah, I hope I can do it. What was Greg's message at the end of the game? What did he tell you guys in the locker room? Obviously, when we lose three zero, it's not a good feeling. So, what, what did he say to you guys after the game? Yeah, that we that we will trust that we yeah we have to trust ourselves that we will improve and it's a pro it's a process and yeah you have to of course you're disappointed after the game but you have you you have to keep your head up and just continue to work. Definitely not our night, I'd say, but it felt very good to get out there again. And, uh, it's always an honor to play for the national team, so it felt good to get back with this group of guys. And play with them. You guys get the penalty. Uh, what, did, did Christian tell you you could take the penalty? What was the discussion there? Yeah, I think uh, Christian just had a lot of confidence in me, and I also felt very good taking it, so I'd say go ahead and take it. Overall, what does the team need to do to, to bounce back a little bit against Uruguay? Yeah, I mean, we're going to watch video from the game today and hopefully we can figure some things out and put together better team performance. Josh, how do those video sessions work? What are you looking for in particular? What does the, the staff kind of help you see in the video? Yeah, I mean, it's kind of just what you would think. Offensive, what we need to do better defensive. Just kind of figure out as a whole what really didn't work against the team and try to take that into the next game. And these games are so much about building relationships, these, these friendly camps. Tell me about some of the relationships that you're kind of cementing within the squad. Yeah, I mean, it's a young group of guys and we've all played a lot of youth national teams together as well, so we're all a pretty close group, I'd say. Even the older guys are very good at you know, kind of coming together with us, so it's a good group of guys. Thanks. Zach Steffen. Um, one, one question I did want to ask about was uh, was Serginho coming in, a new guy, um, and you know. Did 
Did you have any kind of talks with him in the pregame about where you kind of wanted him to set up when you're playing out of the back? And overall, what did you think of his performance in the time? Yeah, he's young. I was happy that he got in and, and he, he started and got the debut. debut. He deserves it. Um, but he's young um, and he's a good player. Uh, and that was the first time that he's been with all of us. So it's a lot of information and, and, and um, kind of shock to the system, I'm sure. Um, but I thought he overall he did well. Um, but at times, obviously, we, I mean, a lot of us, we were kind of on two, in two different mindsets um, with each other, and we weren't as connected as, as we could have been. Do you feel a little lucky that this scoreline was, was it just 3 nothing? Maybe could have been a little even more with the chances they had or no? No, I think, I think the scoreline was a little lopsided. I think, um, yeah, we gave them, we kind of gave them two goals. Um, Yeah, I mean we had we we had one off the post. Uh, we had a PK. Um, it, it could have been could have been a lot different story. And then Greg uh, said in the press conference about he felt this performance was was better from the guys. Obviously, you said with the scoreline being a little different. Uh, did did you feel the same way as well after the 90 minutes? I think it was a lot better than than the final the that final. we played. Because mm-hmm. um, in the final we wanted to play and we didn't play. Mm-hmm. Um, and tonight we actually tried and. and a few things came off, and yeah, um, there were a few mistakes, and that's going to happen. Uh, it's a process, and but but we're proud of of, of trying, um, mm-hmm. and, and we're trying to play soccer and keep the ball and make teams run. And, and yeah, so I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy with the guys' effort tonight. Can you speak to the system overall that Greg's trying to instill? How do you summarize it? Yeah, we want to keep the ball. We want to disrupt teams. We want to cut through teams. Um, we want to play. We want to play soccer. Um, and we want to make teams run. We don't want to do the running. We don't want to play kick and run. Um, that's not the prettiest soccer. We want to we want to have fun and, and, and uh, enjoy the soccer that we play. And you mentioned film review. What are you going to look at in particular, and, and how does that work You know, with the staff? What are they kind of coaching you on in those moments? No, I just look at all my touches and, and look at uh, what the best option is, where I can play, and, and, and how I can do better. Cool. Thank you. Right. Yeah. Thanks, Zach. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, no, it was really nice. Back out there. Yeah, it felt amazing. Yeah, just getting the minutes and unfortunate, you know, the result. But you know, we were on the attack. We were down a goal. You know, we got to do something. We're yeah. a little more aggressive than probably usual. Right, right. So, yeah, what do you think um, going into the next match is on your mind? And what are your goals? For yeah, this we game? just got to keep progressing, man. I mean, this team is we're, we're trying to play a certain way, a certain style, and and it's not going to happen overnight. So, you know, we got uh, we got another game to you know give it a chance. And how do you describe the style from from your position? Yeah, good. I mean, it's it's versatile, man. I mean, you know, Greg wants me to do different things, and it's uh it's very interesting, and you know, I'm, I'm it's challenging me, and, and I'm loving it so far. Great, yeah. thank you for the time. All right. All right. What podcast am I going on? We're called We the Peeps. We the Peeps. And we Let's cover go. the U.S. men's national team exclusively. We've been doing so for about five years, which okay. means we experience a lot of pain. Are you experiencing pain right now? Dude, pain is an understatement right now. I'm fucking hurt. <laughs> Tell me more. Say more. Listen, man, I fucking paid $70 to fucking see the U.S. men's national team suck fucking ass. I totally understand. That makes sense. This is kind of disappointing, man. Listen. Yo, disappointing is a fucking understatement. Just ask me the next question. Let me ask you one thing. If you, if you could have changed one thing tonight, 
Could, is there any one thing that could have been different that would have made you feel different, even if the result was still bad? Listen, I'm a proud American every day. But today, I don't know, dude. I was fucking disappointed. If I could change the national team right now, defense would be number one. What do you think of the coach, Greggy Berhalter? I'll go back to Bradley. Back to Bradley. Back three steps. How about, how about yourself, sir? I would change the what are your thoughts? And the defense and the keeper. Okay, so we're moving. Almost we're moving 90, about, yeah, yeah, everything. 70% of the team. Yeah. Okay, okay that makes sense. Can we talk about Pulisic for yeah, a second? Let's talk about him. Let's talk about him. Let's go. Star, Wonderboy. All right, Wonderboy. He's fucking fantastic. Yo, first game for Chelsea, scored two goals. For USA, fucking horrible. He tries to be fucking the Wonder Boy every single game. You can't do that to fucking win for UFA. Not against Mexico. Especially not against Mexico. Fuck Too these much guys. playing out of the back. Yeah, that didn't was that was frustrating. Pressure, for you. Playing yeah. out of the back didn't work. Yeah. The whole game kept doing it. Yeah, yeah. And it resulted in the second goal, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah. Trash. A lot of mistakes. Uh, what did you two think? What did you think of the, the match tonight? And they're they're a mess. I mean, they're they're a disaster. Big mistakes. Simple passes, just a couple feet off, getting the ball and step at all time. Now, I mean, let me ask you, I'll take you back to two hours ago. How were you feeling about the U.S. men's national team? I mean, we were I was obviously excited. I was feeling hopeful. hopeful. Yes, hope, hopeful. definitely hopeful. You know, I thought they'd do a lot better, but, you know, I'm just disappointed. I'm disappointed in the fan turnout. It felt like an away oh, game. Yeah. Yes. It felt like we were away. We weren't even home. Yes. What do you think the Federation could do to prevent that in the future? Honestly, when I was buying the tickets, I felt like maybe they should show me, like, where the U.S. side... They should maybe yeah. split it. Sure. Because I was sitting... Uh, it, maybe it was, like, 10 to 1 ratio, like, Mexico... We were basically against, laughed like, at any time we got yeah. scored on. There was no mistakes. way I could, I can like, start a USA chant. It right, was horrible. Right, right. And, you know, I'd like to get my team going, and that was impossible where I was sitting. And are you all, like, longtime fans? Like, have you been to a lot of games or just kind of... This is my first Dipping game. Dipping your first game. Yeah, first game. Yeah, first game. Okay. Yeah, okay, I watch okay. them a lot as well. Okay, so first game in person? Yes. yes. Wow, okay. Well, so I'm sorry that you experienced... <laughs> best first game. Not the best first game. Uh, part of being a U.S. fan is being made fun of. But let me ask you, um, currently, I'll ask you one last question, which is, will the U.S. ever win the World Cup? They got to improve a lot. A lot. Uh, like basically not, everywhere. Not any time in the near future. Yeah, Maybe I like five World Cups from now. It would have to take a whole mentality change. They, they've got to improve soccer. defensively, mid, and attacking. Especially attacking, I think. There's no youth. Yeah. There's no There's stress no... on soccer in the U.S. I mean, it's a fact. Honestly, we were talking about it earlier with my friend. It's like sad because we're in the U.S. And you would, you would think like we would have the resources to like train these players. And but it, it's just like, yeah, it's not going anywhere. Like, the whole youth is in Europe, basically. It, and Pulisic is the only player that plays out of U.S. on a big team. All the other players play on the MLS, which is good experience, but it's not big experience like these players get. It's, it's the influence on soccer in the U.S. It's just not there. Some of these athletes that play football Facts. and basketball, they could be probably amazing soccer players, but there's no stress on it in the country. I mean, what are we going to do? Seriously. You just got to gain popularity the money's not there. in America, I think. For soccer, at least. And uh, being out, outranked 10 to 1 in your section is not a good way to do that. Definitely not. We for new fans. They didn't even know we were there, probably. But I'm, I am grateful for you. Nice. Because I believe in the U.S. men's national team, and I want to I succeed. I believe we will win. Yeah, I, I do. I do. Win. And uh, belief and prediction are different. 
So sometimes you can believe we will win, even if you predict we will not win. That's We're true. in that position a lot. Be hopeful. Yes. So welcome, welcome into the to the wonderful club that nice. is following the U.S. Men's National Team. Nice. I hope you come back, even despite the, we will. the performance. Yeah. We'll get over it. Yeah. There's no pleasure without pain. Just remember that. All right. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Thanks, man. This guy did a great interview. Honestly, he calmed me down a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Where's this coming out? Oh, what is this later? <laughs>